Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Widener Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Looking for a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international war ring author Mia Molson Zia. If you love fast paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson Zia. Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia has gone great reviews and Evil 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for Ghost Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 30 podcast platforms, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Music as well. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast, T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, a lot more. Makes great gifts year-round. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson ZF for great books like Missing, Once and Wrinkles, also T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Also support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM as well as PayPal and the Mike Show.com. Make sure you give generously today. We're here with a terrific gentleman who was um, born in New Jersey and raised in the uh, wonderful state. We'll talk more about that. He's uh, He started as a tech executive at 25 years old in Manhattan and later discovered his acting career. And his first role was an off-Broadway production called of mice and men and of course uh, i say if you're a man or a mouse you squeak up on that one he also appeared in a china airlines ad and also killer miller daddy we're back the italians the mad hatter and uh, life's rewards and a lot more including the irishman one of the best films um we've seen in, in a long time he was also named best actor at the um double ima awards the eastern european international um movie um address as well too and uh, and of course, we'll talk more about that. And live, ladies and gentlemen, he's in beautiful, sunny Florida, by the way, you know, coming from Jersey to Florida. And of course, um, I'm sure a lot of, uh, you know, cool fans are heading the way. He's also talking about great people. Ladies and gentlemen, the very multi-talented actor and the very extraordinary Dennis Mellon. Dennis, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Mike, thanks for having me, Mike. I'm really excited to be here today. So excited. I came in an hour early. It's just the uh... No, I really, I uh, really appreciate you. Appreciate your time, Mike. Thank you so much for that great introduction. Well, it's great to have you on board as well, too. And of course, you know, we talked about a lot of things, including what's been happening up in um, New Jersey and all over the Midwest at this time as well, too, which is really cool as well, too. And um, I'll be hitting the ponds afterwards. So you're you're born and raised in New Jersey or currently living in Florida. And um, you started as a tech executive at 25 years old, starting your own company in Manhattan. And you caught the acting bug. And your first role was an off-Broadway production of of Mice and Men, and of course um, you played um, Lowry as well too. You appeared in the China Airlines ad, also Killer Miller, Daddy We're Back, The Irishman, and a lot more. You also got named the um, Best Actor Award. And um, before getting to all that, especially your latest project, Great People, tell us how I first got started, Dennis. 
Well, I um, you know, born and raised in the lower middle class Hudson County, New Jersey, Kearney, as we were talking earlier, you know, and just had so much fun, so much fun growing up. You know, I can't come from soccer town, USA, with the high school of three uh, soccer Olympians, people that played for U.S. soccer. Wow. and just had so much fun. Straight, straight C student from birth. I worked hard for my C's. My sister, two years younger, <laughs> 4.0, A's came easy. I worked hard for my C's. You know, I got into acting. A really good friend of mine, one of my mentors, Jim Demonic, used to teach at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and Sciences in Manhattan. And we're, we're fraternal brothers. We're Freemasons. And we get together every Friday in Manhattan for an adult drink for a scotch and a cigar. Mm-hmm. And I'd show up with a suit on. And he's like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this kid. <laughs> he came from Central Casting. What a good looking guy. I'm like, yeah, Jim, you know, after browbeating me for, for a few months, I'm like, all right, what do I need to do? I need to get a headshot. What the heck's a headshot? You need to get a picture. All right, who do I call? Throws me a card. I call this number. Hey, Jim said, oh, yeah, Dennis, come on down. We've been expecting your call. All right, Jim, I got a headshot. What do I do now? You need to learn how, how to read copy. What's copy? Commercials. Throws another number at me, Angela Matsubano, another mentor of mine. Met with Angela, learned from Angela. And just, it's been cascading. It, it's, been, it's been such a wild ride. I'm not going to do stage until I live back in Manhattan and I'm into my 70s because stage, Lenny from Of Mice and Men, what a scary character. Ooh. I quickly realized that I was a method actor because, Mike, I drive home through the Lincoln Tunnel going back to New Jersey about one o'clock in the morning and I'm crying and I'm upset and I'm mad and I'm depressed. And I'm like, what is going on? Why am I going through all these emotions? Now, if you know the character Lenny, <laughs> what's his character about? Well, he's got a bunch of issues. OK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got a bunch of issues. And what I did to ruin myself. A week before I went on, I watched the great John Malkovich and Gary Sinise. Do oh, their my gosh. Thing. Yeah, I do not do. Don't ever, ever, ever do that. That will wreck you. Well, I did. I did that. Fulfilled my obligation. And once I was done, I said, that's it. I quit. I'm driving home and I'm depressed. I'm losing weight. I'm not sleeping. What the heck is going on? Well, Jim, Jim Demonic, love him dearly. You spoke to him just the other day. Uh, we have a conversation. He goes, well, obviously you're a method actor. Jim, I don't give a shit what that means. I quit. I can't handle this. So two weeks goes by, Mike, and I get a call for a China Airlines commercial for an audition. I'm like, all right, I'm in my office in Manhattan. It's about two, three blocks away. I'm like, okay, let's do it. I walk in there and it's me and it's a bunch of older guys. I'm like, Why am I, what am I here for? I sat down in a room with, with uh, Pat Sweeney. Beautiful woman, casting director, really kind, really sweet. And she goes, you guys are just going to talk to me. You're technology execs, and you just helped the company from China relocate to the States. Huh. Mike, I did that six months prior. So I'm thinking, here's a candid camera moment. Where are the cameras? What's going on? Where's Alan Funk? I nailed it. I got, wow. the, call, got the call two days later. Hey, we want to book you as the principal. We're going to pay you X. We want you to come down. Who's your agent? I call you back. Hey, Jim, who do I have as an agent? Hey, call this guy. He gave me the number of a top agency in Manhattan. (laughs) I call the agent and he goes, oh, yeah, I've been expecting you to call Jim Demonic. I'm like, okay. 
He goes, what did they offer you? They offered me X. Oh, don't worry. I get you three times that. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Now, here's the rub. I get the script. I come in. I'm off book. I've got the script memorized. I've got timing. I've got ideas. I've got everything going on. We go through the first scene. The uh, director says, cut back to one. And I go to the PA. I go, what does that mean? Oh, we're going we're gonna to run it again. We're going to do it again. We are? Oh, yeah. We're going to take about 12 takes from this angle and that angle and this angle. I'm thinking, this I can, this I can do. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Stage, stage Mike, I got a booger hanging out of my nose. I got to keep going. My pants <laughs> pull down. I got to keep going. TV, you know, commercials, film. Cut back to one. Do it again. I can get used to this. I just watched a podcast with Denzel Washington. When he was in his 20s, he was a garbage man. Oh, my gosh. Hanging off the back of a garbage truck. He said, that's hard work. You know, when I was, I think I was 14 years old, I worked for the town of Cardi. I was hanging on the back of a garbage truck. And it's just funny. I'm not paralleling myself to the great Denzel Washington. But when I heard that, I was like, wow, now that's amazing. So very lucky, very blessed to do what I do. And I'm just having fun, man. I, I just, you know, I'm just having fun. And the, the harder I work, the luckier I get. I've discovered as I'm getting older, my ADD is starting to really manifest. And I'm not fun to sit home and watch TV with mm -hmm. because I get antsy. And I either have to have a script in front of me or I've got to go work out. I've got to walk around town. I've got to do something. That is what fuels and keeps me busy. Huh. Now, like any other entrepreneur, because acting really is an entrepreneurial business, if you ask me, hmm. you've got to look at it. My, my good friend, Preston Walden, a great director, a great writer says, it's not show friends, it's show business. You know? Yes, exactly. I was just going to say that. It's like what you do represents your brand, just yeah. like many of us get out there. Entrepreneurs, how you represent is your brand. I think you nail it right on the head, Dennis. You really Thank did. You. Thank you. Thank you. So it's it's fun. And that's, I, I've been doing a lot of producing lately and consulting with newer actors. And I basically tell them it's like running your own business. You know, 95% will fail within the first year. The 5% that make it will fail within five years. That's an entrepreneur. That's numbers. That, I read that in Michael Gerber's ebook, E-Myth, excuse me, back in the day. It is what it is. So if you can keep yourself busy, I mean, I, I've got a board of work that I do, and I, I keep looking at it, making sure I'm not missing anything because I've been doing a lot of podcasts. I'm very happy with that. I've got a great publicist. Rebecca Mahan keeps me busy. God bless her. She's keep amazing. She is. But here's the thing. I call it the Northeast hustle. I'll run down any fly ball hit my way. Today alone, I've had five different auditions. Wow. Now, what are the odds? I'm going to land at least one of them. Mm -hmm. I would want, I want to land five out of five. Okay. But I'm a realist. I'm, you know, it is what it is. I want to land one of them and it's going to be great. You know, you look at the different projects I've got coming up. Each has a story behind it. You know, Killer Miller. You said I, I want best actor. We've been in now 40 different film festivals. Oh, wow. We've won 38. Wow. 38 best movies. I've got three best actors from this. And it all came along. And I remember coming off set and getting home one night about two o'clock in the morning. 
And when I read the script and I did the audition, I wasn't sure if it was 1890s or 2190. I wasn't sure when it huh. was set in, but they liked how I read. They liked my raspy voice. They liked my look. And it took my time and I nailed it. Well, nice. I'm really excited. It's going to be debuting in Florida December 4th. And wow. I saw it for the first time last week in Texas. And it, it's funny, Mike. I don't like watching my work. I like to do it. I love what I do. I like to move on. It's always about the next. What's the next project? <laughs> I'm sitting in the front row. I'm sitting in the front row of this theater by myself in the corner in the fetal position. And here comes my movie. And I know the opening scene. And I'm like, this is good. And I went from the fetal position of like, you know, watching it being, yeah, that's me, you know? <laughs> Just feeling so proud of the work that we did. You know, RJ Hendricks, great, uh, great writer, great producer. Austin Spicer, great director. You wow. know, I'm committed to them to do at least two more. And we'll see what happens. Mm. That, you know? that sounds amazing. And of course, you talked about... Um, you know, having auditions and everything else, you get one out of five. Um, yep. It made me think of a quote from Wayne Gretzky. I think I'm trying to remember what it is. You probably um, know it better than I do. Many of us, it's like the only time you miss is when you don't take that shot. It, did, I, did I get that right? Or what was that quote by yeah, Gretzky? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's when opportunity meets preparedness. You know, you, you've got you've to gotta prepare yourself when the puck falls on your stick. How does it fall, puck fall on your stick? You've got to figure out where it's going to be. And Gretzky had such great vision on the ice and such great instinct, you know, and let's face it, he had Mark Messier, right. As his heavy, because mm -hmm. everybody's trying to take off Gretzky's head and then he got to deal with Mark. So it, you know, Wayne's a tough guy himself. Right. But it allowed him enough room, enough space to get in there and to see where the puck was going to bounce and score. I take, Oh my gosh, I take nothing away from his numbers. I think it's going to be a long time before anyone even scratches at his numbers. Oh my gosh. You know? And I think, uh, I think, uh, who is it? Uh, Alex, uh, Ovechkin, Ovechkin or like 700. He's like number four. And I'm like, he's going to probably play till like maybe 45, 50 years old, maybe get to like, um, Bobby Hall 80 or something in order to, um, smash Gretzky's record. And, yeah, um, which, which, you know, hockey's not the sport you want to play into your, uh, into your fifties. Right. Oh who my gosh. The, uh, my God, I, I can I can see his face. Yammer Yager. Wow. He he, he played was... he played till he was like what 48 or something. He ended his career like um back at his homeland or something. And he what played and what three, four stints with the penguins or something? Something like that. Wow. Like that. He went back to Europe. You know, I don't know the stories, I don't care about the stories, but he was still playing at a high level into his late 40s. God bless him. I mean, that, that's, that's just amazing. Mm. Look at Tom Brady. We were talking football earlier. Tom's in his 40s, right? He wants to play until he's 45, and I think he could probably do it. I mean, what was it? The um, the next Super Bowl is going to be in Tampa next year or something, and are projected to win already? I think that's what it is. Next year in Tampa or something? It was, it was in Tampa last year. Right, it was in Tampa last year, but they're talking like having to come back to Tampa, not this year, but next year. for uh, really? 40. I, I think so, that. yes. Wow. Okay. That'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. Keep the Stanley cup in Tampa, keep the Lombardi in Tampa. I'm cool with that. <laughs> and of course, add one or two more players to the Tampa Bay Rays and maybe a petition yeah. to um, keep the Rays in the, uh, in the uh, 
original Thunderdome, as they call it, because they, they built that originally for the Chicago White Sox to transfer from Comiskey Park over to Tampa Bay, but that fell through. That was originally for the Chicago White Sox. Wow. Uh, for you uh, Tampa fans out there. It wasn't like, you know, let's get ready for a Tampa Bay uh, baseball team to build. It's like they're going to reserve it for the Chicago White Sox. So wow. a little bit out there for you Tampa fans. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. but welcome to Tampa Bay, man. It's crazy down here. I love it. Oh my gosh. And that's something, but except they don't have a basketball team in the NBA. Does Orlando count? I guess you wonder. I sure, I guess so. I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't follow basketball per se, but uh, they're a professional team. They're a good team. Right. So mm-hmm. sure. Right. I don't know. Of course, I'm course, I'm sure that'll be up for debate as well too. talk more, but with uh, Dennis Mal as well too, and his uh, amazing career plus his upcoming movie in just one minute. But first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by SoundWeb Studios. Visit online at SoundWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundWeb Studios is the answer. SoundWeb Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SoundWebStudios.com. Mention Mike Widener's show. Get 20% off your first project. SoundWeb Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson Zia. If you love fast paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia has garnered great reviews and Evil Eleven and endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for Ghost Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com or 30 podcast platforms. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast and the themikewidenershow.com. And for more great gift ideas, go to amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia for great books and a lot of cool merchandise. Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. And call now, by the way, too, even if it's intermission. And also don't forget to support us on Anchor FM and PayPal and the themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the amazing uh, born and raised um, New Jersey native and actor Dennis Mellon here on the Mike Wagner Show. And uh, before we talk about some of your other films, um, you, you know, talked about Killer Miller. You're in a China Airlines ad. And uh, before we talk about great people and others, um, who are some of your favorite actors and um, some sure. of your favorite movies growing up? Um, well, so I, I grew up, my, my ethnicity, I'm Irish, Italian, Brazilian. And when I went over my, my grandfather's house, the godfather was playing for Easter, for Christmas, for St. Patty's Day, for what? Why? Why? And, and just why? always the Godfather. You know? <laughs> why? So, <don't>, why? <laughs> you know, freedom. Um, freedom. It. You know, that's one of my one of my favorite movies. And I read something recently: Godfather Three, Good, Bad, or Indifferent. I'm not here to argue the movie, the greatness of it, or how bad it was. But somebody was saying, "Yeah, Michael died like the dog." He is. And I'm thinking, well, you obviously don't understand the story or the Italian culture. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not I'm not here to, to justify the mafia. I'm not here to defend anything. Michael, the crux of what he was trying to do was what? Protect his family, grow his family, 
take care of what's important to him. It's not Michael's fault that Fredo, his own brother, turned on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not Michael's fault that Simon Roth couldn't predict that, you know, the um the um Cuba was going to be overthrown by Castro. Couldn't have couldn't have known that. If so, Cuba could have been the 51st state. Who knows? So there's a lot of historical significance. Godfather three showing what Michael tried to do. He has a quote with Andy Garcia. Wise guys. I don't need wise guys. I need more lawyers. Give me more lawyers. And that's the legitimacy of how he sold off all the casinos. And I'm, I'm not here and I'm sure people are going to listen to this and say, I got it all wrong. I probably did. Okay. But not the dog that he is. Look, look at what he created. Okay. Nefarious means per se, uh, but we can argue that all day long. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies. Uh, Gladiator. Gladiator, by far. Great movie. Uh, Star Wars. All, all, all of them. The Mandalorian. Every offshoot. Corny is what it is. Dune. I just saw Daniel Villeneuve's News remake. I've seen it twice already. Wow. I've read every Frank Herbert book and Brian Herbert book twice now. So I'm a big fan of that genre. Uh, favorite actors, Oscar Isaac, Kenneth Branagh, Al Pacino, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, people I look up to, uh, Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington. I've been fortunate enough, I worked with Mr. Pacino now in three different movies. Devil's Advocate, my first SAG feature, uh, Scent of a Woman, and The Irishman. You know? Great and- movie. I loved it. It just, there's just, there's so much out there and there's so much going on. There's so many great people. I mean, I love, I love reading. I do a ton of reading. I love reading different actors' bios. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. I did a scene in a uh, short film called Nightwing. And I was the, uh, the head of this mob group, in essence. Mm-hmm. And I was caught, I was tied up and I was beat up. I put cotton in my mouth. <laughs> I was all swollen. All right. to make like, a, like I had a broken jaw and I was talking like this and I had blood coming, you know, a la Brando. You know, regardless of the, the ex, what's the word I'm looking for, how eccentric he may have been, still one of the best. Still one mm. of the best. Kenneth Branagh, Derek Jacoby. Um, I can go on and on and on. But there's certain people, if they're in that movie, I'm seeing it regardless. And I have to say this, too. I interviewed uh, one of the guys who appeared in um, The Irishman, Scott Mangelli, and uh, he was just terrific as well, too. The Irishman, although it was three hours, and I told my wife, I said, this is totally well worth it. I mean, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, I think there's like a -a once-in-a-lifetime collaboration, and they pulled it off like crazy. Twice. They did something with Val Kilmer. Forgot the name of the movie back in the late 90s. Mm. Late 90s. Wow. Okay. Um, that, that'll take some research to um to, yeah. to, to call up as well, too. And um if and, I think and, of the name of it, I'll call you. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. You can text me and uh everything else as well, too. I mean, I mean, we do have phones, by the way, guys. So yeah. <laughs> so. Little computers, you know. <laughs> oh, exactly. Of course, yeah, the Dick, Dick Tracy wristwatches. That's come to fruition as well, too, thanks to the Fitbit. It's like Dick Tracy tells yeah. you, get exercise and then run before the bad guys get you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. And, of course, you also have your uh, latest project called uh, Great People as well, too. Yes. And, uh, tell us more about yes. that. So Great People, 
you know, again, there, Mike, I have so many stories behind each movie and it's, it's all about being prepared and so on. So I'm in an audition at Heinz casting in Orlando and I'm with my good friend, Austin Janowski. And I'm with another friend, Essex O'Brien, great actors in their own way. Now I'm sitting there, I'm reading the sides and getting ready for my audition. Austin and Essex look at me and they go made off. And I'm like, what? You can play Madoff. I'm like, all right. What does that mean? We're going to have somebody call you. And that's it. Literally the next day, this was, that was Wednesday. This was Thursday, two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sitting at a Starbucks with a friend of mine, Diana, and I'm having whatever I'm having. The phone rings. It's a number. I don't know. Dennis Mallon. Hey, this is Romello Blade. I want to talk to you about a part in my movie. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's uh, Theodore Madoff. It's one of the leads. And, uh, you know, we're going to pay you X. Well, my day rate is Y. We're going to pay you X. All right. How many days do you need me on set? 15, 16, 17. I forget exactly. All right. Well, send me the script and I'll get back to you. He goes, okay. He goes, I'll send you the script, but I need you on set tomorrow at 8 a.m. Wow. Now, this is Thursday at 2 o'clock. Got the script. 200 page script. Okay. And I'm like, okay. He goes, oh, you, you know. See you tomorrow morning, you know, blah, blah. What, what are your measurements? Stuff like that. So I showed up without even reading the full script. Okay? <laughs> Don't worry about it. The first scene we're going to do, it's going to be a little improv. You're going to be fine. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. All right. All right. I trust the process. I'm always told trust, the, trust God, the universe, the process. It all works out. Well, it all worked out. <laughs> so there I am doing the opening scene. And it was improv, but we pulled it off and it was just tremendous. So long story short, I've seen it. It's a two hour feature. It is hysterical. Mike, it is hysterical. My, I've got my, my inner circle, which is very small, which is hypercritical of me. That's why I expect them to be. And they saw it and they're like, oh my gosh, this is hysterical. So I cannot wait until it comes out. Romello Blade, Submitted it to the Tribeca Film Festival. So it should be out, I'm hoping, by the end of the year, if not early January, because I so want to see it on the big screen. Oh but my it's gosh. hysterical. It, it's just hysterical. And, and a lot of the writers today, Mike, there is so much material in contemporary Americana. There is so much stuff going on. You know, I, I, I wish I had comedic timing and I was a... a able to do a, uh, a talk show mm -hmm. there's so much just just watch the news just watch what's going on around the country it's funny stuff it's crazy stuff you got the crazy crazy which is crazy and then you got the funny funny that you're like wait what what's this happened and, <laughs> and he touches on all that within his movie so i cannot wait until it comes out i can't wait to see how it does in tribeca first off uh, be my first time you see my ugly mug down in Tribeca. <laughs> I haven't been downtown in a while. So, but that's exciting. I want that to come out. And of course, we also have a few others as well, too. You got the Italians, Mad Hatter, Life Rewards, and uh, tell us a bit about that. And if there's any I've missed as well, too, feel free to sure. talk about as well. Sure. Well, the Mad Hatter, you know, Helena Hutchins was our cinematographer on the Mad Hatter. Mm hmm. Okay. Unfortunately, she was lost in the accident 
right with uh, Rust. Yes, Jane Rust. Unfortunately, what mm-hmm. a beautiful person, Mike. You know, if if you do some research on her, uh, she was born. I, I hope I don't mess this up. She was born close or on a Russian military base, uh, close to the Antarctic. Uh, wow. She went to the University of Ukraine. She came over here. She's an AFI grad. And just such a visionary, such a beautiful person. And you know she's European because she's got that European swag, right? Uh-huh. That European style. And it's just, it's just a beautiful, vivacious style. And, and there's scenes that I did. And again, I didn't know much about my character going in, but I'm the I'm one of the main antagonists. And I've got iconic scenes that please go see it. It's hysterical. It's not hysterical, funny. It's hysterical, the scenes that I have. And collaborating, and whenever you're on a set, two-day set, two-week set, two-month, two two-year, you always build an affinity towards one another. Mm. I, was, um, I was on set when she got killed, and I, I ran to go see Dune. I wanted to go see opening of Dune. So I got to the theater at 9 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, I got a text from a mutual friend saying, did you hear what happened to Helena? So... You know, rest in peace. Husband, wow. child, 42 years old. Yeah, yeah, really. You know, I um, when I was in Texas last week, I was also producing a movie. And I've worked with weapons pretty much the majority of my career. And I know what I do when you hand me a weapon. Okay, regardless of, you know, Mike Wagner might say cold gun. All right, I'm gonna, I trust you, but I'm going to verify, okay? I'm, right. Tr- I'm trust but verify like journalism, just like you say, uh, I love you, mom, but you got to verify. You're right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I love you, but let me verify. And that's what I do when I'm handling a weapon. So oh. I had a Zoom call, all hands on deck, crew cast, and we went over all that. Here's our process. We have an armorer. We have a second AD. This is what you're going to do. And oh, by the way, you're going to take some personal accountability because if you're waving the weapon around, consider yourself fired. Exactly. Yes. No, no pun intended guys. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. No, no no disrespect or pun intended. Consider yourself terminated. I want you off my set. Right. It's serious stuff, but the Mad Hatter was shot in the Howie mansion down here in Florida. Beautiful property. I was fortunate enough to shoot two other times there. And just, it's going to be a cult classic movie because there's so much tied into it. And mm-hmm. it, it, it was such a fun shoot. It's such a great movie. Please, please, please. You know, y- you mentioned the Italians. Yes. Zach Dieppe, uh, up in New York. He lives up in Astoria, Queens. He's originally from Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's just amazing stuff. So I get recommended to him by an actress, Renee Leone, a good friend of mine. And Zach and I totally hit it off. Zach's like one of my best friends. He calls me out of the blue and asked me about restaurants in Little Italy. Hey, Dennis, do you know this restaurant? Do you know? I'm like, yeah, man, I've been there like 10 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> it's, he's got me cast in one of the lead roles and I'm the assistant director of Homeland Security for the city of New York. I am by far one of the most corrupt politicians that has ever served the city of New York, the way he's writing it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm in cahoots with the mafia, the Lacusa, and every other organized crime organization around the world. We're going to be shooting in New York, Miami, Paris, Frankfurt, and recently he said Dubai. Wow. So 
I'm excited. I can't wait. I've been chopping at the bit for a while. He's doing some B-roll right now up in Manhattan, but there's just a lot going on. You know, we've got that coming up. Unlawful Duties. It's a short that I did, I guess, right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, Sunil Kunarni, the writer, producer, director. I get a call. I think it's on a Thursday night. Get a call from Sunil. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Great, brother. What's going on? Are you busy this weekend? No, I just wrapped something. I got some free time. Hey, great. Can you come up here and do me a favor? Yeah, man. What do you need? Hey, I've got Christopher Avant up here. Oh, Chris is in town? Man, I love Chris. Come on up. Can you do this short for me? By all means. Magic hat. Wow. We have over half a million views now on Amazon Prime. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. We're going to turn this into a feature come March of next year. I'm in about a third of the script. I'm working opposite Eric Roberts, Robert Lasorda, and some big names. That's going to be a, a really exciting project. So, mm. you know, I tell you all this, Mike, because, you know, things are starting to manifest. Things are really starting to manifest. And I really feel that the ball is being pushed forward. I'm doing my part. God, universe, everything's coming together. And it's exciting to see where it's going. You know, I love to work. I love what I do. I'm humble enough. And I just want to keep pushing forward, man. Mm. You know, daddy, we're back. Yes, that's right. And of course, you're very passionate about what you're doing. You're just amazing, Dennis. In the meantime, where can we find all your works at, Dennis? I've got a lot of stuff on Amazon Prime right now. I think there's five or six movies up there. Uh, I've got a ton of stuff on YouTube. Daddy, we're back. Uh, we did season one, eight episodes. Just got picked up by a second network. Uh, I think there's about 25 million subscribers. Wow. And we're up on YouTube. So please check it out, the full season one through eight on YouTube. And uh, I'm really excited about that. It's kind of, the role is kind of the antithesis of what, I, what I've done my entire life, my entire career. Not to get a, a bunch of badass roles, but to get a bunch of badass roles. Mm -hmm. And when I first read the script, I looked at it and said, okay, this is unlike me and my character. And, and my partner basically said, hey, you're an actor. Go act. Go act. Okay? And I'm glad I did because it was such a great project and I'm able to show range. You see, when I look at a script, Mike, I look for the character to be as broken as possible huh. because when there's a broken character, there's so much meat that I can dig into and I can show mm -hmm. range. Nobody wants to play the lily white sheriff or the kind of milk toast type. I want the most broken, uh, the most raw, the most hated character. Because I can get into it. <laughs> Daddy, we're back. I go through such a character arc almost every episode. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, Angela and Valencia, the girls, the producers, the directors that wrote it really touched something i think they really hit a nerve so oh my gosh that's so amazing we'll definitely check out your works and uh what's coming up for uh, the amazing dennis mallow we'll find out just one minute you listen to the mike widener show at the mike show.com powered by sonic web studios visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs also brought to you by our official sponsor the mike widener show international warring author mia Moses zia missing available on amazon and paperback and ebook we'll be back with actor dennis mellon and more after this timeout. 
We're back to the amazing uh, multi-talented actor, Dennis Mellon, here on the Mike Widener Show, based out of New Jersey, now living in Florida. Just a great story to hear about and a lot of great experiences. And um, what else has come up for you in 2022 and uh, beyond, Dennis? Sure, sure. Well, I've got some pretty big goals for myself. I, I believe in, uh, you know, writing them down, reading your affirmations, focus on your goals. I've got a lot of uh, pretty big scripts that I'm looking at. And I, I really don't like getting into it until it's signed, or at least mm-hmm. right, that, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you understand that that's the nature of the business. Exactly, you're right. You know, so I've got some travel coming up next year, and you know, I I'm being looked at, and I've got three pretty heavy scripts Ooh. that are on my desk. So, but I, I kick off the year doing unlawful duties. I'll probably be down in Texas uh, doing a Western or two, doing a feature down there. So that's going to be exciting. But, you know, the, the future's bright, Mike. The future really is bright. You know, I've got, a, I've got a great management team. I've got Angela Anderson as my manager. Uh, Rebecca Mahan is my publicist. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of marketing. I, we had conversations today with a big marketing company. You know, it's funny because... I got a call and Rebecca got a call from a company over in Pakistan. Wow. A radio station. Apparently huh. I play big in the Middle East. Huh? I am popular. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I'm popular in Bollywood. I'm popular in the Middle East, which is cool, which is fine by me. So I'm, I'm slated to do three different podcasts uh, to finish this year and start next year within Pakistan and, and whatnot. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's just, it's just funny, man. You just never know. So even, even in Europe, Eastern Europe, Killer Miller won 30 different film festivals all through Eastern Europe before it came to the States. Wow. So, and, and hundreds of thousands of people have seen the movie before I saw it. Mm -hmm. So it's just a funny, funny thing. So you never know. I'm ready and slated to go. I got a big script just the other day. If things pan out, if if the T's and C's work out, I, I may be in Europe for a big chunk of next year. You never know. Exactly. And we're, cer- we're certainly looking forward to it. And we'll definitely have you back on in 2022 when it all comes to fruition. In fact, uh, I, I'll put on my calendar. It's like, I haven't picked a date yet, but <laughs> we'll throw darts out too. So That's it. That's <laughs> and who do you consider biggest influence in your career? The biggest influence in my career, I, I, I look at the great, uh, the great method actors. I look at the Pacinos, you know, Mr. Pacino. I look at Kenneth Branagh. When I, when I want to go to a master's class, I watch Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. Wow. And I sit there for four hours, big cup of coffee, and I get my notebook out. Now, Kenneth Branagh directed it, produced it. He's Hamlet. Okay. Just the dialogue alone. And I study. I am not the best person to go to a movie with. I'm not. I go to a lot of movies by myself because I've got my process. It's not for me to sit there and enjoy a movie as a fan. I break it down. I get a critical eye. And I think to myself, I would have made different decisions and so on and so forth. When I saw Dune, I was able to get myself totally immersed in the movie. I was able to get lost in the movie. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, if I'm saying that correctly. Yes. Seamless, flawless actor, innocent actor, very pure. And I loved his performance. Jason Momoa, 
so impressed mm-hmm. by, by what but by, by what he did uh i'm not looking to, to slide anybody i can't remember all their it was such a great movie the second time i saw it I'm like wow i missed that scene how did i miss that scene because i was so stuck on another scene mm, you know? yes yes so, that happens uh-huh. you know if, if you look at pacino when pacino did don quixote on broadway he stayed in the character for how many weeks in his performance wow you know? when he was uh sent up a woman he was blind right a blind blind marine he stayed in that character for the entire shoot oh my that gosh simply amazing that, that is amazing. just dedication that that's simply amazing you know i i look at i look at Lee Schreiber. i look at uh, i look at derek jacoby i i look at these men among you know men amongst men they're just so pure at what they do and so blessed mm-hmm. uh, if i can scratch the surface of what they've done <laughs> in my career my. it'll be a fulfilling career you know oh my gosh that has to be something i mean how oh, so amazing it's like i'm just Oh, lots of words. This is so great. And um, <laughs> we're here with Dennis Mallon here on the Mike Wagner Show. And uh, we are talking about your biggest influence. And um, what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Sure. If you're going to get into this business, know it's a business. Okay. And be serious about it. If you're going to come in from a part-time perspective, dedicate the hours, work it from a part-time perspective. If you're going to join a club, fine, join a club. Clubs really don't pay that well, okay? Mm-hmm. But get into a good introductory class. I've only taken two classes, Mike, in my entire career. You know, there's good and bad regarding acting teachers and whatnot. Find whatever's good for you. Do what's good for you. I love being on set. I love working with other actors. That's my school auditions i learned so much from auditions i learned so much from being on set whether it's a short whether it's a feature whether it's a commercial whether if it's a student film Mm -hmm. i'm working across from people i've never worked before so it's a unique refreshing new experience and hopefully i'm giving you enough energy where you're coming back and we're going boom 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 and we're having a great time and Mm -hmm. we're learning you know if you can wake up every day and do something that you love and something you can grow with both spiritually, intellectually, emotionally, it, it's, it's a win-win-win type situation. And that's what we have here. You know, for somebody coming in new, you need to pay your dues. Mm-hmm. Not can go zero to George Clooney. Right. You might. And I know people that have. God bless you if you, if you have. I certainly have it. I've done. I'm still paying my dues. We pay our dues every day know that it's it's a process and you need to get out there you need to do a bunch of freebies you need to network you need to be on set professional on set keep your eyes open your ears open and your mouth shut i don't talk sex politics religion mike Mm -hmm. and i focus on what i do when i'm cut between scenes i may huddle with the director or my other actor but outside of that i go to my corner (laughs) or i go to my trailer you know, because mm-hmm. I need to stay. And I'm getting paid to do this. This is work for me. Mm-hmm. I, on set of, get I'm sorry. 
And no, I was going to say that is so important as well, too. I mean, that is very, very important. Love to have you back in 2022 and uh, make sure you um, get yourself the date. You've been amazing. We're here with uh, actor Dennis Mellon on the Mike Widener show. Dennis, a very big thank you for your time. You've been totally terrific. I really enjoyed it and definitely looking forward to having you back. Just keep us up to date, keep in touch. And once again, tell us about your upcoming projects, what's your website, how do people contact you, where can people uh, check out your movies? Sure. Uh, I'm all over social media, Dennis Mallon, M-A-L-L-E-N. Please look for me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. If I can help anybody with anything, Mike, anything whatsoever, it's, I'm very easy to get a hold of. Go through those mediums. Look for me. I'm all over YouTube. I'm all over Amazon Prime. I've got a ton of stuff out there. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to some big things, 22. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely be back and sharing with you first thing. That sounds great. And I've got you in the book somewhere. I probably have an in, in, invisible ink. I'm not telling anybody. So <laughs> once again, Dennis, a very big thank you for your time. You've been totally terrific and looking forward to having you soon. Make sure you keep in touch you, and Mike. keep us up to date. And we definitely wish you all the best. You have an amazing future ahead of you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that one. I really do.